tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! I mean, guys, the perfect song to start off our show. My favorite, one of the night for sure. Um, well, hello, After Buzzers, and welcome to another Glee After Show. Hello. Hi. <laughs> yes, we have a special guest. Just want to say hi, JJ. You just yes. kind of did. Hello again. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there we we're go. so excited to have you. Um, and we'll get into everything about your character, Myron, in a few minutes here. Um, but we are streaming live on YouTube today. YouTube com afterbuzz tv backslash afterbuzz tv and on soundcloud and itunes you can always find us rate comment let us know what you're thinking we want to hear from you what were your favorite numbers that um from friday night all of that good stuff use the hashtag abtv glee and we'll be <laughs> checking it all hour long Woo! Woo! Yes. exactly and i'm stephanie wanger and you can find me on twitter at stephanie wanger I'm Hannah Pritchard, and you can follow me on uh, Twitter at the Hotshot Dude. Hey everyone, I'm Marissa Serafini. You can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Serafini TV. Hi guys, I'm Roxy Stryer, and you can follow me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. And JJ, where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram is JJ Toda. Twitter is JJ Toda, and Facebook as well is JJ Toda. So go follow me. Yeah, we can stay connected. So excited! (laughs) Yes, Yes. I mean that's the whole point of this. I just have to say my first. First comment is you haven't bullied us at all yet, so you, you can't be quite like your <laughs> Not character. Not yet, though. No, Not a yet. couple more no, minutes. I was like, maybe a little bit more. Don't get used to this. No, <laughs> just kidding. I'm a nice human. I know, America. So nice, so nice, and yeah. we're so happy to have you here and hanging out. We want to get all your like behind the scenes stories and scoop, and we'll have a special segment about you a little later on in the, our show. But let's talk about one of the major plot points first of the episode, which was, of course, the Warblers and New Direct. Unite in one. I'm going to call them super team, guys. Yeah, yeah. super team. Super team. Super. Yeah. Unfortunate for the Warblers, they lost Dalton. So I think that was the Burned down Glee. to the ground. Yeah, I think that was Glee's quick way of saying we're never going to go back there again. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean that was like we destroyed the set. Sorry guys, like we're we're Pretty done much. with that. Yeah, <laughs> they were no because I was watch. I watched the show from the beginning, so I got the script when I was done shooting the first day. And they're like, oh, we have the full script for you. I'm like, oh, cool. So I was reading it. I was like, no, don't think out of me. It's burnt down. <laughs> I was really sad about it. I was like, well, that sucks. Well, it's like yeah. one chapter. Warbler scene. Yeah, one chapter but of the show. Done. I guess. I mean, it, all chapters are closing. I mean, closing. Mm-hmm. We have two more episodes, which is crazy to think yeah. about. Two more, and then the big finale, which is like, a, like a huge right episode. it's a two hour yeah. crazy like event so, that I can't yeah. wait for we it's have like a lot the bachelor of, event we have a lot of puns that we use about the new directions because mm-hmm. now that's an old direction or whatever so I think this is called the last direction because yeah. I think yes. this is true yeah and, and that kind of makes me cry a little bit <laughs> <laughs> I know everybody was so sad on the last day and everybody was crying and our characters weren't supposed to cry but like 
they were all crying, all the original cast. And so we looked so mean on camera. Because <laughs> we were like, <laughs> and they were all like, oh. <laughs> and so yeah, so I felt bad. Like, but yeah, they were. It's very. It's a sad thing. Yeah. I mean, I think it's sad for. I mean, you said you've watched from the beginning. So yeah, all the fans. Exactly, all the fans yeah. who have been through the show for six years. It it does feel like that final chapter. Yeah. And I do wonder if they thought early on that they were going to combine the Warblers and New Directions, or is I this know. something that came about? Um, just kind of threw together there. I don't know. We got our scripts very last minute, <laughs> so they were trying to to get it all done, but I'm sure, I mean, Ryan Murphy's the creator, and he has everything planned. So I'm sure he knew how to wrap it up, but I don't think he knew that they were going to join together from the beginning. I think when yeah. they were planning season six, all the, you know, writers and producers come together, and they just kind of think about what's going to happen. Yeah. It does put a nice bow on it, because they've been so competitive with each other. If they remain together and they're all in their red blazers which by the way I love I love yeah. those <laughs> yeah. yes they're really cool I got to take it home at the really end. yeah oh, I did like right on the last day of sh- I should have oh, you should have told me <laughs> <laughs> no but on the last day of shooting I like walked out in my wardrobe for that scene I was like bye guys nice working with you see you at the the rap party <laughs> and I literally walked out like with it so I have these shoes from Glee so oh. then I was like I came in the next day in the wardrobe ladies like take anything you want i'm like i'll take that i'll take that. okay bye thank you and then i just like ran off the paramount lot <laughs> were those yeah. your favorite items from your time at glee or did you want to steal something else no th- i was just very open with the wardrobe lady i said look lady i don't got a lot of clothes going on right now you know what i mean seasons me are changing good. i'm gonna need it i worked with you for two months can you please please but and i mean it's specially yeah. fitted to you i would imagine yeah. the blazer so like mm-hmm. of course they were really really it. nice no but if they didn't let me i would have just been like okay cool i'll just <laughs> save up like nine months of my rent <laughs> yeah so do you have a bunch of sequin jackets now uh, i know i didn't take home any sequin stuff <laughs> but i should have though but that stuff was made very intricately by really? this really nice armenian man in burbank oh wow which, yeah it sounds very random but no they did no i didn't take home any sequin i took home like normal stuff that i could probably like wear to events and stuff yeah. but they're still extravagant so crazy the little things i would never think of right yeah, right? yeah. Go somewhere special but going back to what we were just talking about i think that the main reason that vocal adrenaline has is off to the side now is because we are trying to team up the warblers with new directions and crush vocal adrenaline yeah they they have been our competitive uh, competition from day one and they were always we kind of were frenemies with the warblers we've hated vocal adrenaline yeah, yeah. so i feel like this is just making it very clear-cut who we are on the team with and who we are not. And not just vocal adrenaline, but, like, this whole season six is about unity. And, um, like, all the writers and stuff, they made it very clear that it's all about us coming together. So I think they just wanted to show that they can throw anything in the Glee Club's way. And we didn't have enough people to begin with. So I feel like us coming together is not just to rebel against one group, but just to see how good we can do once we're working really hard. It also will allow you in the competition because you didn't have the right number of of people so yeah it, so now they do yeah now they do now and if we win sectionals surplus. like they said and the thing my character announced if we don't win sectionals the glee club is donezo it's everything's all arts programs so, will be shut down i can't that. imagine i know that you obviously can't comment on this but i can't imagine that's where ryan murphy's taking it like the end of glee that would be the saddest end well, of glee <laughs> 
Yeah. Stop it. Don't shrug your shoulders. Like I don't know, though. It kind of makes sense either way. So there are two options. Either they win or they lose. You know, right. Those are the two and options. If they win, then yeah. then it's because they want to leave on a happy note and show that Glee Club will be around forever and that people can uh, live on past this generation. Or if we lose, it's like, our, there's really... This is the end of Glee Club, and this is the end of the TV show, and it was great while it lasted, but that now we're so done. so sad. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me want to cry. It's bittersweet, and um, I feel like... No, but I... Yeah, no, oh, yeah, yeah. continue. I'm sorry. What oh, were no, saying? no, no, I, I feel like Glee is the show to end on a happier note, because that's just too sad. We don't want Glee Club to lo- lose I, and end. We are very it. shocking, though, so... Yeah, yeah. So yeah. teach us something at the end. It may could, happen. But it could be... It could end very happy, but it also could end very sad, so I'm just saying, babe, prepared. As long as as there are parts that are happy, like if Glee Club was ending, however, all the relationships we want were successful and everybody's moving on and Mm -hmm. Rachel's on Broadway, whatever it is, if every other storyline has a nice little bow on it and this is the thing that doesn't work out, that's kind of true to life and Mm -hmm. like showing, you know, know, you win some, you lose some. I completely see what you're saying, Roxy, and that like, and it would also kind of be that end of that chapter like that it was time for all these characters to move on from the glee club and and that is one way of it ending but i just i don't want the glee club to end i guess it's my personal thing any of us want yeah the glee club to end. Yeah. yeah well glee club the glee show is very unpredictable and even if like like let's say they win mm-hmm. really cool right and they'll keep on going on but like if they don't win then it's like Something else could happen. Yeah. I wonder if you know they, what I mean. Like, what if something yeah. happy happened? My publicist is like, they're like, don't say anything, don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> <I'll> bite you. <laughs> but no, well, I feel like another reference to the Bachelor. Like, I know who I picked. Yeah, <laughs> I, know. I know. I'm like, you have all of the answers, yes. but I'm trying to. Okay, hold I'm up. a great tickle torturer, though. So <laughs> don't come near me, or I might tickle it out. You know? No, it's, I will like. I, She's I will probably like something. You know, I might pee myself. So <laughs> I didn't know how to say it appropriately. I will say, uh, in the saying. chat roll, people do yes. want us to get answers out of you, so you're going to have to be tight-lipped. I know. They're asking for it. I will I give know. very neutral answers. <laughs> like, so far, you've been very balanced, I have to say. No. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to read into everything you say, and you've got nothing. No, I'm, like, <laughs> studying my scandal and how to get away with murder, so uh-huh. I'm, like, uh, Amazing. I know what's... Yeah, it's yeah. He knows what's it's up. how to learn best. I yeah. agree. I agree. <laughs> well, maybe now's a good time to talk about Sue, and maybe you can give us some insight into Sue. Yes. This crazy. I mean, the title of the episode is "The Rise and Fall of Sue Sylvester." She literally just like, yeah, well, rises and falls. She yeah. built her character up so much over all these years. So I'm glad the way that they handled it and took her down a peg and took her out and, like, knocked her down in in a very legal way, I think. I was shocked by this. I mean, I feel like not that much completely knocks me on my butt anymore. And when I watched this for the first time, oh, oh my God. Um, First of all, I can't believe that I actually feel bad for her right now. I know. I, that was the weirdest thing. It's like I've been having this love-hate relationship with her for six years, and now when finally this happened, when she got what she deserved, I'm like, ooh, but does she deserve it? That's I, I feel weird for even feeling like that. She I cried in the episode, her, too. Yeah. And, like, she was very upset. But, yeah, no, when I just saw her crash and burn, when I was reading the script, too, again, I was in the car, and it was, like, 7 at night, I was reading it, I was like, what? The hot? 
Yeah. What? I sounded like an angry Russian woman. I was like, what? what? I was so upset. Yeah. I, get that. I mean, I, I heard when we saw the clip of her parents saying that she was a daughter that she couldn't love. I was like, that's a personal connection. Um, yeah. That right? is her own family that's saying really they couldn't sad. stand she couldn't her. Love her. Right. Yeah. That is her own family saying that what? she's not a good person. So that really hit hard. Yeah. You know, I think that this is a testament to how incredible, and we were all talking about this when watching, how incredible Jane Lynch is. Yeah. She is such an unbelievable performer that just the little expressions in her face as we're doing this I'm like how could you not sit here and feel bad for her when she's listening to her own mother say when she came out I knew I couldn't love her she had a whole set of teeth or whatever she said yeah. I mean that's such a crazy yeah. moment to begin with right because you saw her be supportive of her sister like she's had a very complex character over the course of the show in that it's not at times she's been pretty evil and then at other moments she's been kind and compassionate so it's a strange moment to be like let's take sue down a notch it's hard Mm -hmm. because she's grieving and i feel like that's her whole character it's just like upset and she does not like herself and she is very insecure and she's upset like i said and i'm repeating words but you know what i mean she's she's a very sad person and she has she takes it out with anger and a lot of people do this in the real world is instead of facing their own issues and you know solving them themselves and really taking the time to like see like what's wrong with me how can i fix it that they just rebel against other people and she places her blame elsewhere absolutely yeah. mm-hmm. which honestly it makes me question every interaction we've had with sue what is the truth what right. is a lie is any of it true yeah. are we gonna see next episode or in two episodes that she actually a lot of the things that came out on the show as lies are truths what really is going on with Michael Bolton? That is so confusing. Yeah. Like, literally, um, they definitely don't address all of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, especially because time. we literally only have, like, two episodes left. But, um, yeah, so, um, but, yeah, I'm excited to see that, too. I think, how are they going to do that? And then to have Michael Bolton actually say, no, I have no relationships with this woman. I know. Like, That's another. And then also Becky. I mean, know. she's the most connected to Becky. That even was crushing. Becky but I did love that scene, but I thought it was funny, actually, the way they executed that scene. Okay. Oh, Lauren Potter is the sweetest person ever. Really? And her name, yeah, her name is Lauren, and she's so yeah. sweet. And I met her a while ago at, like, the Kids' Choice Awards or something. But, no, she's awesome, and she's, like, so nice. And, like, when I see her scream, <laughs> she's, like, hilarious. She's yeah. a comedian. so funny. Yeah. I gotta say, I was pretty mad at Becky's character, though, because yeah. I feel like the one person Sue has always stood up for, always had her back, no matter what what is Becky and I understand why this would upset Becky but I really felt like she should have tried to talk to Sue and been right. like and she did have one conversation but she was like we're not friends anymore and I was just thinking Becky come on like this is she's yeah. literally been your second mother that's yeah. what I was about to say well, they have such a pseudo mother daughter yeah. relationship sorry to interrupt and no, you no, no, definitely no it's okay but like you have to take in mind that uh, Becky Jackson her character she does have special needs so when she doesn't process things the way that other people that don't have you know the same disability that do process things of course and so there is like last you know the last straws and like that breaks like camel's back you know what i mean that mm-hmm. really breaks it for people and because like people that don't have like a disability they can um like digest it and kind of take it in but i she feel like reacts. it's her last straw and she reacts on the note on how she is and even if she loves her so much she's like this is like this this broke it absolutely yeah. and i thought that the way they portrayed it was very realistic yeah but that didn't mean that doesn't make me a little upset with that yeah no no of course yeah no. and, and so i think Sorry, I think Becky went about it the right way. And, I mean, her intentions were the the more moral 
correct ways to go about it and knowing that hey warblers school burnt down let's give them a place to sing and you know use their hone their craft and then sue was the one completely against it so where becky was coming from was totally in the right also i think it's a lot about the boyfriend who is teaching her to grow and be more compassionate as opposed to sue who has been kind of her bounce board for the last few years and when she has an issue she goes to sue now she has this boyfriend who seems to be morally good and she probably was talking to him and he was like "I, i don't know it's kind of like she built her own robot to kill her you know what I mean? It's like this is True. my creation, True. and one day it will rebel against me. And I well, she like fell that's what on her own sword. I think yeah. that would be the only way that Sue could finally look inside herself and realize what she's doing is wrong. Would be this quote unquote robot that she built. You know, mm-hmm. I think that if she, if anybody's going to get to her, it's going to be Becky. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I felt like everybody's reactions and feelings towards Sue are very justified, but watching them all do that video and speak that way about her was a way of like crossing the line, kind of, because mm-hmm. she has done com- like done compassionate things towards them, and even though she has been an enemy, she's been a frenemy to them. So you know what I mean. So it was kind of that was overstepping. Watching every single one of them only say bad things about her, it was sad to watch her watch them do that. Well, we had two good people say good things about her yeah. beast and then also Will says yeah she deserves a second chance She's she might be a horrible person but she deserves a second Which chance we all knew Will would be the one to still be well, yeah. <laughs> but this whole episode's theme well, is all- about second chances <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to ask I know we've talked about it before on our show about Becky's boyfriend good influence or bad influence great influence good. I don't think we've seen a single second of him being anything but a good influence yeah, yeah. I mean, good. who good. knows if he completely uh, flips on a dime or whatever yeah. then I will think otherwise but so far so good the yeah. episode that they introduced him he really just neutralized the whole fact that everybody was crazy thinking about that uh, someone with a disability can't have uh, like a lover or like be in a relationship with someone right. that it doesn't have a disability yeah. and so I feel like he came into the show perfectly and my brother has special needs, so I loved how they did that perfectly yeah. and how they showed that you're the wrong person for even though you think you're protecting her and that you're helping her, really you're not. You're you're being wrong and you should accept others in that there is good in people and that we should see all the good in people and I feel like that's is what that episode portrayed. Yeah. It's yeah. almost that she found a new support system in him and that's why she can stand up to Sue. That's kind of the way that I, I feel like she oh, yeah, that's yeah, I, that's great. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's like someone else who yeah. was the more the better voice for her yeah. mm-hmm. to stand up. Yeah. yeah, like knew her and understood. Like th- she's been really upfront and honest with him throughout their entire relationship, at least from what we've seen. Right, which I think is great. And you know, everybody needs a support system somehow. And yeah. without having this boyfriend, maybe she never would have been able to step away from Sue. And we don't know what kind of path yeah. she would have gone down being Sue's sidekick always. Yeah. Scary to think about. Yeah. It is. I mean, I always appreciated that relationship between her and Sue, but you you do eventually need to be your own person, and maybe that's what we're seeing is that first step of her finding her own way. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Let's see. So the other thing I wanted to mention with Sue is... Can we talk about the creepy dolls? And we saw your creepy doll, <laughs> creepy doll of your Extremely character, creepy, I should say. Yeah, yeah. We, really creepy. Yeah, they screened the episode where um, Kurt and Blaine got stuck in an elevator mm-hmm. while we were filming on set. So on our lunch break, we got to watch it. And it was so hilarious, but so creepy. That thing literally <laughs> scared me. My friend made me see Annabelle, and I was like yeah. literally scared for days. It was honestly so scary. 
And so um, when I saw like the doll, and when I was reading the script, I was like, "But that is so creepy and so odd and very disturbing." <laughs> I have to say, I mean, I don't know if you heard me say it as we were walking in here, but every show I cover here has creepy dolls, and I just want it to stop. <laughs> like, I just, yeah, no, it's it's insane. I don't I don't get creepy. I just it's, it <laughs> yeah, scares me. It's so <laughs> scary. And see, that was the reason that I could see. Like, the result was really sad having all those videos of... Because she's been kind at times, but the result, I was like, oh, yeah, if you found a creepy closet of a prince, yes. like, you would... Obviously, this that would is be really, the result. Yeah, I feel like if I saw a creepy doll coming towards me, I would, like, shoot it. <laughs> like, I would just be like, back off! If I owned a gun, I can't even get pepper spray. I'm like, mom, I need, I need protection That's from amazing. creepy dolls. Yeah. This is why everyone should take self-defense classes, kids. <laughs> yes. We'll do it right here at After Buzz. Oh, yeah. Give me the address. I mean, Come your children. I think we've already agreed to sing a song, so now we're, we're really edging towards some greatness here. Songs and yes. self-defense. Yeah, we're, we're debating doing our things. we're debating doing our own version of Don't Stop Believing. Yeah, yes. debating. <laughs> debating, 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 hoping that it's not going to happen. It's to cover your ears. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you have to let us know what you're thinking. Of course, you can go on YouTube, iTunes, rate, comment. Let us know what you're thinking about the show, Ask songs questions. you want to hear. <laughs> Our performance questions uh, for JJ. As I mentioned, we have a special segment coming up. So, lots to talk about. Use the hashtag ABTVGlee. I have something to say from the chat before we completely leave the topic of Sue and Becky. So, Dylan Christie says, it broke Sue's heart when Becky turned against her. Do you guys think that's true, or do you feel like it didn't... Yeah, totally. I totally think that's true. Becky's, like, the only person that it's that was her only friend, really. I mean... Yeah, when she threw that little doll onto the fire, I was like, don't burn that one. Hold on to that one. Stop it, Sue. It, like, hurt me for her. But do you guys feel like (laughs) she should have already approached Becky to talk to her, or do you think we just haven't seen it yet and she will approach her or there will be no approaching at all and she's just I think they'll talk. I think they'll definitely have a resolve because that relationship has been built for years. Yeah. So they say. can't just end it cuz I feel the way Becky just in a way turned against Sue I'm was like trying so to fast. remember the script. I'm like I know I'm watching your face as you're like over there thinking I'm like what's I'm, you thinking? I'm like what I don't Hopefully they do. I'm like trying to remember. It was very hard, rigorous, like two months. So I like everything just went like by like. So I'm like trying to remember. I don't. Yeah, but hope. Yeah, but maybe they don't. Maybe their relationship will never. No, never don't happen say again. It. Or maybe they so will. Sad. Maybe it'll be a happy relationship as I move on. Maybe you have so. all the answers. I mean, you do you have all the answers. This is true. <laughs> we know this. Um, encyclopedia. I know. Um, but what did you think about Rachel um, and this storyline? We kind of got a taste of it. I feel like there's more to come Yeah. Um, with this move to New York, Niata versus Broadway versus like stay, staying at McKinley. And there's a part of me, I know I always say that I want her to go and live her big Broadway dreams. But there's a part of me that still wants her at McKinley. I don't know. It's it's hard for me. It's hard to still need to move on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, you can honestly, like, literally, not stay at a school for six years. Like, there's like, think about real life. My sister is like in college now, Mm -hmm. and like, like, if I feel like if she stayed at her school for six years, she would be like dead because like it's like so much work (laughs) and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, like I feel like people need to move on. We need to see new chapters of the lives. Absolutely. I think that a lot of Rachel staying at McKinley has to do with Finn and has to. 
do with the fact that she felt like Finn was going to be a teacher there and he was working with the Glee Club and she thinks that there's like she owes it to them in some respect. She hasn't yeah. said that out loud, but I really get that vibe. And just for her own sanity, I need her to move on at some point. Agreed. Yeah. Whether that is Niata or that is Broadway, I have very mixed opinions on. But I do think she needs to get back to New York one way or another. Yeah, Absolutely. I agree. She needs to go to New York and like leave the past behind her. But my problem with Rachel's tonight was like her being so dismissive of all the options that she had right before her. And, like she finally got the Broadway thing, but then she quickly dismissed Niana. I was like, no, you keep all your options open. You right. beggars can't be choosers. She's and, really like. Oh, I'm sorry. Continue. Oh, no, no, no. Continue. What were you saying? Uh, well, I was just like. How many times have you seen her beg Carmen Thibodeau? Yeah. She, there is no more chances after that. If she it's doesn't true. go to Miata, yeah. she's never going to have that again. Yeah. yeah. And what you were going to say? Oh, I was going to say, like, she's just like a normal teenager, like me too. I'm like, oh my God, I want to do this. Wait, no, I don't want to do that. Wait, I don't want to do this. I want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm like nostalgic for Glee in some ways, so I want her at McKinley where we saw her in the pilot, but in real life, in uh, like an understanding <laughs> of she was your friend. Well, maybe she will. Maybe yeah. she'll. She She's going to end up there. Maybe something will happen. Yeah. Or maybe she'll never go back there again, and it'll be really sad, but she's going to move on. stop it. A lot of people in the chat right now are saying that they wanted to go back to Niata, and I understand where they're coming from and where Where Sam's coming from, but I do have to say... As somebody who's dreamed of being a performer, it's such a hard call when you have another opportunity. You don't know when you're going to get an opportunity like this again. So I know that the first time it didn't go well when she left Niata and she decided to do the Broadway show and film a TV show and, and everything was flopping. But honestly, I can't say that I would advise her to turn down a Broadway show. No. See, and again, in reality versus Glee world, we talk about this all the time, like you can defer for a year college, mm-hmm. and that would be what I would encourage her to do. Well, is this if a I Broadway was show, or is it off Broadway? It might be, it might off, be off. It might be off Broadway, but it is a show in New York, and I think it it doesn't really make that big of a difference. No, it now. doesn't. I was just wondering from my own personal. I know it really doesn't matter. I don't even know why I asked that. I just wasted screen time. No, I don't know. Really, so I did. No, it's I said interesting it. that you said that because when we were watching, I thought that too. I was thinking, huh? I wonder why they haven't said what exactly this is. Is it a random? Yeah, yeah, but they did say who was producing it. I think Russell yeah. Simmons. Russell Simmons. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I do, yeah, there's a part of me that feels like college is super important and you should go and study, and I get where Sam is coming from. And then the other side of it is that, in reality, you could defer college for a year, try the play, make it work. I think you could do both, possibly. Like, there's but a lot of options. she tried that already. Yeah. She did try yeah, that. Exactly. And she yeah. failed, as we saw in the episode of season yeah. six. She True. was on the Paramount lot yeah. on her show, and they said, yeah. yeah. Also, I think it's just Rachel was too ambitious the first time. And I yes. think now that she does have her second chance, maybe she should just go back to Niata and do what she was supposed to be doing. Like, go the right direction yeah. and take maybe it step by will. step. If we're going full Build circle. the foundation. If, if we are going art. full circle, though, uh, Pretty Duchess 17 in the chat said, Rachel's dream from season one was to go to be a big Broadway star, so she needs to go back to that. And I will say, I... I don't disagree, but I also think that going to Neon is a good choice, so I'm very torn. I wanted to ask, though, why do we think Sam is so gung-ho on her going to Niata rather than taking the play? Does he just not want to see her fail again? He's a very 
Oh, no, no, go ahead. No, we interrupt all the time. No, no, no. He's a very odd <laughs> character, and not by the way he looks or talks or acts. It's just his character. It's like it's always there. Like you know, Phoebe yeah. from Friends. Yes, they're, but they're always like the come ditzy kind of like just brings light to the show. But at the same time, like Phoebe gets real, even if it's funny. Yeah. Like they just know. So it's almost this kind of like alien aided. Human, <laughs> they just came from this random earth, other known as a woman, and um, but it's just this very weird person. But they just know the life, and it's just yeah. my hands motions are probably freaking people out right now. But um, you know what I mean? Like I just feel like his character just like just knows what's right for her and wants the best for her. Yeah, I I think that that's a really good point, and it's interesting to me that if you. If you told me that of Mercedes, Kurt, Blaine, Sam, one of them was going to push for her to go back to school, I wouldn't think it'd be Sam necessarily at first. But when you actually no, look at Sam's history, he does do this a lot. Like uh, like JJ was talking about, he sometimes can be ditzy or whatever, but then he really gets down to the root of things very often. Yeah. But I'm afraid, though, that partly he wants her to go to school instead of do Broadway as a way of like still holding on to her and knowing that they are more compatible if she's not this huge success. No, I don't see it at all as him clinging on to that relationship. I see it as more just building who she is, building her foundation and her craft, because yes, this may be a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to do this particular Broadway, but once she graduates school and whatnot, she has so many Productions to choose in addition mm-hmm. to. Yeah. And she's so talented, yeah. she can easily get another production. So that was my other question, though. Is it that he doesn't want to see her be successful, as you are saying, or is he afraid of too much success too fast and her failing again? I can uh-huh. see it going either way in terms of why his character's doing it, and I feel like we didn't really get a clear motivation yet. What if we should question his authentic- authenticity? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm bringing back The Bachelor, but maybe he has something <laughs> on Rachel, and then he wants her to go to the college because of something. What's mm-hmm. happening? Now you guys are thinking. Yeah. I'm from like, the chat. Sneaky maybe, over there. maybe someone, maybe he has another girl in his life. Oh, stop it. Please. Too much. <laughs> maybe. I want to hear that. I wanted to say from the chat, though, Gleeks, possible. Gleeks V says, anyone pissed that they cut the scene with Rachel and Matt and Thibodeau? Um, yes. So, they didn't cut it. So, exactly. So, I'm here. Yeah, I will tell you. <laughs> they didn't cut the scene. Um, there was a snow blockage within the communities of the country that we call America. <laughs> and um, um, Madame Thibodeau, who was played by Whoopi Goldberg, couldn't fly from um, the snow into America. No, California. Into I, America. I don't know. I, that's why I, I'm an actor. No, but I yeah, so that's that. why. They didn't, they didn't cut it. There's really nothing to it. Um, they just didn't. I'm, she couldn't get there. I was at least glad that she was referenced in this mm-hmm. season. Yeah. Um, I'm, so I am happy that we got to see her go there. Of course, anytime I can see Whoopi, I want to see Whoopi. Yeah, no, reading the script, she had a lot of she had a lot of scenes, like in a lot of dialogue as well. Mm. And I wanted to see Whoopi too. I mean, I was on set. I need to get my screen time with Whoopi. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... <laughs> But maybe nope. we'll see her in the next we'll couple of episodes. Show. Um, maybe maybe we will, or maybe we won't. I love <laughs> profound. <laughs> I love how like how Whoopi wasn't even physically there, but she has still such a presence. Yeah, That's right. how great this character Whoopi. was. Yeah. Also, I, I have to mention, speaking about people that we actually did see, everybody is blowing up in the chat right now about the fact that we haven't mentioned Joe Hart. I know. Just appear. <laughs> <laughs> 
she cut my dreadlocks. She cut my dreadlocks. I revolved. Oh, yes, like, yeah. oh my god, Jesus is on the show. Yeah. That's the thing about flea. They just they're like this kind of like Brita filter that just filters out <laughs> old and new people. Oh my god. But then like everything always comes back. Like when you go to the sewer no, I don't want to describe it like that. They're not gonna kick the sewer when they're off the show. But I mean when I'm not on the show, I feel like I'm in the sewer because it's kinda of depressing because I'm like I'm not with Glee, even though so it's you like, love being on it's it. over. Yeah. Of course. And I feel like everybody does too, but I feel like they all it's all a cycle of people. They just keep on bringing all these people back and we love them. Yeah, they bring back so. Joe, see a I'm lot totally of closure. I was going to say, Good. Marissa, you were a big fan. I know, and then when I saw him, You're I was a like, long he's time back. Watcher of the show. He did the Glee Project. He said one line, but he's there. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So uh, although I would have loved to have seen him break into song. Yes. Yes. I know you would have. Maybe he'll get a number. Maybe. You'll never, him you'll never Rory, see him again. Your Wait, ability to stay balanced through yeah, an interview right. is incredible. Wait, if, but I'm scared. Like, what if this is last week? We're gonna see him. Uh, I know. Uh, I'm scared too. Yeah. No, I'm, he best be in the finale. <laughs> all of them. I don't know. I want yeah. everyone back in the finale. I feel like I want. If you had two seconds on screen in Glee, I want you there. I want like everyone packed on that stage. Right, right. <laughs> Bring back Rory. We literally want a 400 person song. Like, yeah, that's yes. the kind of chorus we're looking for. The Glee can do that. I wish I could. <laughs> Okay, never mind. <laughs> it's, it's just it's it's so hard, but I'm not going to say anything because you might not get what you want, but you also might get what you want. You what? don't, but the song you don't always get what you want. I'm totally <laughs> calling you after the finale. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I know. I'm like, you need to come and hang out with us and tell us everything after the finale. Yeah, you always say this. You girls are very intuitive, but also you might be tripping a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> we, we get in our own minds. Might be yeah. tripping. We have delusions of grandeur. Now I feel like we are tripping. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I feel like we're really just looking at this so intensely, and yeah, maybe huh. we're just not seeing the bigger picture yet. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't, stressful. I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah, uh, Adam but Lockley you wants you to know that Myron needs more solo songs. Yeah, uh, thank you. So I feel that. Show, yeah, it's amazing. The show is over. Um, well, not yet. There's two more episodes left. But thank you for saying that. I had so much fun doing that one solo song. And then they told me that I was like the youngest person to ever have a solo. I know. And, and that I, was really cool. To, oh, continue. No, you I was just going to say. Well, talk. Thank you. When I was doing research on you, that is what I found out. You are yeah. the youngest. That's amazing. So that Congrats really, on that. That was really cool. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it... Maybe I will, but maybe I won't. But I, I'm still going to be a part of the, did, this song. Did soundtrack. that excite you, knowing that you were the youngest person, or did you feel a lot of pressure? Or no, I was really excited. I mean, when I, I like, I like being like when I'm not like being challenged, or I'm not if I'm not like having a stress on me. I'm. It's not a good day for me. Like I need to be challenged. I need to have something. So I'm always like I need to do it. And if I'm not being challenged at least once a day, something's up, and it's the sign of the apocalypse. <laughs> so um, yeah, no, but that was fun. Thank you. Who said that? Oh no, that was a personal question. I was just no, 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 no. But thank you. Who said the thing about the solo? So oh, I can Adam thank Lockley. Him. Adam thank, Lockley. Thank you, Mr. Lockley. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, were you a fan of that particular song? And. Um, Lose My Breath came out in like early 2000s, which is not like a while ago. Mm -hmm. I was just like six or five or. Yeah. So I wasn't like that into like pop music. Well, I mean, no, you know what I mean. But like, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, it was like the pop music. I wasn't that into it. But once I saw it, I like got so into it. And I knew Cool Kids and obviously Break Free by Ariana Grande. Mm -hmm. And I hope. Uh, Ari liked it, so Ari, please sweep me if you can. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Obsessed. That's kind of I, mean, I 
Love and Beyonce it. too. I mean, I wouldn't mind <laughs> a tweet from you. But just ask <laughs> for them all. Just go for it. It's all yeah, good. No. Let's jump into what we've been talking about, the songs of tonight. I feel like now's a good or a Friday night, I should say. We started out with Rather, which is a clean bandit song. Yes. And you were amazing oh, in thank it. Thank you. Yeah. I was in the um they took my voice for the last chorus Mm -hmm. and it's always cool to see it because everybody reports the same thing and they just like pick and choose Mm -hmm. um so like um yeah i was was in the last chorus but in in itunes you guys should buy me on itunes that's my plug i'm gonna take it anyway gotta make that great (laughs) (laughs) i do have my like solo part in rather be so um mr lockley if you want my solo it's It's a short little little thingy you're not the only one in the chat who wants your solo by the way you got a lot of fans in here oh thank you thank you Sure. No, but when I've been a fan of that song since the beginning, like before it was like not even that popular. Like my sister played it, she's like, "There's this person, and it's a, a human," and I was like, "What, really?" No, I wasn't. But and then she was <laughs> like, "Um, and like this song," and so we listened to it. And I was like, "Oh, it's so good!" And so I did it on Fan Lala, which is like a little YouTube thing <laughs> that I do, and I we talk about you know top talk it's hot. Hot, 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 hot topics, hot yeah. topics, and stuff like that. And <laughs> yes. then they were like, "You're so weird. We don't even know what that song is." They thought I was really weird. I was like, "You're weird. This song's gonna blow up." Blah blah. blah. So when I saw it in the script, I was like, <laughs> "You're like, this is Hello. perfect. It's made for I me." I was like, "Yes." I was like, "I can rest now." <laughs> <laughs> and so, fun number, long, long day filming, or pretty fun. They usually take six to like nine and a half hours to film. Come on. And so yeah, so they're they're the whole day. But um, it was fun number. I mean, when we get tired, we just like it's fun. But they all work so hard. I mean, we're obviously not singing live yeah. um, because that would be um, technically impossible. Yeah, but, very um, difficult. Yeah. We do have to sing. We don't just lip sing. We don't just go. <laughs> the chat wants to know yeah. when Mason pulled you back. Was that scripted? Um, it wasn't in the script, but like I said, that, uh, season six was all about unity. My character came in with the bang and was like the star of why, at least I thought I was, not me, not JJ. Oh oh, no, that would sound so bad. Lord, take that back. Um, My character thought that he was the star of the show. I'm going to be very calm now. Um, that he was the star of the show. And so I feel like season six is about unity. So the director came up to us and, and told us to do that. And basically, or no, the choreographer and just said, we're going to show that you have now joined the group and this character is now right. a part of the group and that they all have to learn to work together and it's not just Myron is the star. I love that they've been throwing in those little yeah. moments in the performances yeah. of you like trying to take There's the spotlight and employing them. But in like so in, funny. in the first episode, at the end of the first episode when we sang Break Free and like Marshall and Billy lifted us up, that one was not, um, that wasn't uh, like planned at all. We just... I said, like, lift me. And they said, okay. No, that's not what happened. <laughs> they're like, what if we do that? And they're like, yeah, that would be cool. But then we end up doing that again. Or it might be, like, a, a time. Maybe I should stop talking. It's a collaborative <laughs> process, though. And that sounds it, great. Yeah, you're going to see a lot of Myron in, in the air. air. Yeah. I love it. Great. I'm excited for that. Um, and I just, yeah, thought that number was great. But let's talk about the Charlie song. Um, and this is the cast of Meet Me in St. Louis. Uh, Marissa yes. was going crazy. Yeah. I love that song. So I was not super familiar I mean, with this musical. So I, know. I really liked it, Neither though. Neither was I. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I just yeah. love Carol Burnett. I was like, yeah, Carol yes. Burnett, and she looks so nice. Like I, right? I deeply enjoy. This may sound weird, like like older people, and she's not even that old. But like, and they and they just sell it. Like someone right? like Madonna in 
absolutely. I'm so, I'm Madonna, I mean, she goes really far, but like, I'm, I don't judge Madonna. <laughs> I, everybody's like, she's too old to dance. But anyway, like watching Carol Burnett, she was just selling it with her arms and her long cardigan. She was just like doing it. I know. And I was like. Mm-hmm. Get a girl. Yeah. Yeah. Completely obsessed with the two. Right. Um, I, th- I thought that this was really nice because I love when they do... I'm a big musical theater person and I love when they throw in songs like this and so I thought it was really cool and so self-aware as Glee is to be like, what, we're just going to... Br- you want to sing a song about this or whatever and then they break into it. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's the, the thing because Glee is so real and if you guys... I mean, you probably watch that episode. Everybody watched that episode. You all did. Um, <laughs> they like mentioned that like she's like uh, Jane Lynch's character is like I will destroy the Glee Club once and for all and Will is like you've said that like a thousand times already <laughs> and I like that because they just address what everybody else is thinking exactly. yeah. and they're I like how it. do people just break in a song and know all the lyrics yeah I don't know <laughs> I mean also it added just a little background to Sue knowing that mm-hmm. even at a, a younger age she never liked musicals and then yeah. Glee came around she hated it already so and it was like okay I can understand where Sue's coming from and she and has then, a great voice yes Jane exactly yeah. and then also just singing with her mother and you know just making those amends with her her mom was a, a winning for Sue right we're learning more about Sue that she wasn't loved as a kid that she didn't like musicals and all these things I think we're finally getting the reasons why she kind of is the way she is now Absolutely. like I think you're finally getting those puzzle pieces and that's really nice because you kind of had inklings of that but it's finally becoming really clear now um and far from over um which is the vocal adrenaline number of the night this was so much fun yeah i loved it oh my gosh it was so much fun and the outfits and the pump up and i was like oh my god i would just die if i had to perform this because so energetic (laughs) i didn't get to watch it but i mean when i saw it on the show i mean i i got to watch the show obviously (laughs) but i didn't get to watch it live but i liked it it was awesome it just seemed like so tough to film like that's what i was impressed with was just one just like their ability to get it done and and this high energy number is was impressive i I like the red and blue and they look like they were really working out yeah Mm -hmm. right yeah well they are i mean it's hard work and i want to mention quickly the final countdown it wasn't officially like a number in the episode i guess but (laughs) no it was was. they didn't list it on okay the list they sang that whole song yeah Yeah. on itunes um i guess it was just a list that i had of songs and they didn't include it it was on on itunes and it was was definitely a number um i just thought that this was the i like peed myself a little bit listening to this for the first time watching them in their own dream world and then what we were actually seeing and rachel and all of them standing all of you guys standing there being like Oh my god, they've totally lost it. Mm-hmm. I, I just thought that this was incredible. Like, yeah, the best ever. It was like this fantasy kind of whole dream kind of thing. And when I was reading it, I was like, I totally get this, but so many people are going to be confused. And I got so <laughs> many comments like, wait, I was so. Con- are they like, do they have an illness? Are they showing like. <laughs> it was like Ryan Murphy created American Horror Stories. So we're like, is this all a dream? Is it Glee all a dream? I'm like, seriously, people, calm the heck down. Like, honestly, like, nothing is wrong. <laughs> like, it was like a fantasy moment. They thought they were doing this. Anyway, yeah, so that's what happened. So thank you for. Getting that, I, I, I did get wigs, it. And I loved it. The that's wigs good. made everything. Yeah. Like, well, I couldn't tell which one was better than the other. Right. Well, <laughs> Brad had a wig too. I was like, all right, I, know. I die for 
Yeah. I was so excited about Sue's wig, and then I saw Will's wig, and I was just like, this is the best <laughs> thing that's ever happened. All right. And then Rise, which I have yes. to mention is... <laughs> See you, baby. My yes. favorite, I think my favorite of the night, one of my favorites, for sure, and it's a Darren Chris original we mentioned at the top of the show. So exciting to see yeah. a cast member write a number for yes. the show. This yeah. is why it was so cool. It's because as the character is watching the he's watching them Blaine seeing all of this happen he's so proud because of his character but then Darren Chris, the actor must be really proud because he's watching his own work like come to life so it was yeah. really cool and Darren didn't even know too that it was going to be in it until the whole cast got the script oh my like, god like he didn't even know um, that's amazing yeah I'll let him tell his story but apparently awesome. like he kind of showed um, a person that worked in there, like his songs and stuff, and then he just saw, saw it in the script. So, <gasps> oh, yeah. so and we saw it in the script too. We're like by Darren Chris, so I looked it up on iTunes because obviously, like when we get our uh, our numbers, I kind of like look it up because I want to hear it because it's usually the next day mm-hmm. or or even a couple hours that we're recording. It, so I'm like, what oh, is wow. it? You know what I mean? Yeah. So and then it wasn't there. I was like, oh my god, I freaking out. Oh my god, I freaking out. Can't <laughs> find it. Can't find it. They're like, oh, it's never been there. They're recording his version the next day. So we're like, oh, oh my god, so wow. For a day, but still. Yeah. Everybody's saying so cool. that Darren also wrote a song for the finale, so that's exciting. Yeah. And he's, yeah. he's just a great song. I didn't know if I if I could say that, but well, well, if the fans <laughs> know, then the fans no. know. <laughs> fans are predicting it. Yes. There you go. Look at that. And let's jump into our special segment with JJ. <laughs> Love it. All right, so I wanted to ask you first off about how you got the part. You you, you made it from fan to performer, which I think is yeah. really exciting for people. How did you do that? Um, I was like, this sounds really odd, but like I was like in the car. I don't know what I was doing, but I was like craving Panda Express. So we were like driving. My <laughs> mom and I feeling. were like driving up to Panda Express. And I was like, God, I gotta get some shopping. <laughs> and so then when we got there, my mom was like, okay. I have to tell you something. You can't freak out. Don't freak out. Don't freak out. And I was like, what, mom? Like, like, what's going on? I want my Panda Express. And then she's like, I'm not that rude. No, but, uh, and then she's like, she's like, you have an audition for Glee. I was like, oh my God. I freaked out. I was so excited. I looked at the sides. Then it said like, next day appointment. I was like, oh Lord. And then it said, prepare two songs, one Broadway, one pop. And be prepared for, like, everything. I was like, oh, Lord. So, like, we rushed in to get our Panda Express, and immediately I'm on my iPhone. I'm, like, memorizing the lines, and I'm like, got to get this down. By the time I got home, my, like, my lines were already memorized, and I was Mm. sitting, standing, like, right in front of the couch doing my things. I was, when I'm, like, aspired to do something, it will get done, like, honestly. People want to know what uh, songs you pick. Yes, I will. Oh, we're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. (laughs) It's a whole long story. All right, so, yeah, no, but I'll hurry up. Don't worry. Um, So, like, we did it and I practiced it and we're like okay, what songs I'm going to do and uh, one song my go to stuff because it said uh, pick songs that kind of admire or like that are portray the character and I was like my go to songs born this way because like my character was born that way and no matter you <laughs> judge him or not and I was born this way too you were born this way <laughs> I you was. were born this way Roxy was born that way <laughs> so I was like I gotta do this and then I was like I love Broadway shows and when I went to New York now we have an accent when I went to New York <laughs> and I we saw Chicago and I love Chicago my whole life so I'm then sassy. I did all that jazz from Chicago yes. and I did that but then when I got there they're like okay you're learning a dance so I was like what like what and they're like okay, I'm going to teach you the dance. I'm like, now? Like, right, okay. And so she, like, did the dance, and we, like, did it, like, twice. I was like, wait, what? We, twice? And then we went into the hallway, <laughs> and, like, 
I did my dance, and then, like, this guy was, like, doing it with me. I was like, oh, hey, what up? And then I was like, okay, I'm going to, like, trying to go. I wanted to be nice. I was like, because, like, when I need to focus, I need to, like, I can't have any distractions. Like, I just, you know what I mean? Like, not mm-hmm. in a mean way. No. It's just, like, I, I, try to, I need to try to focus. So that I kept him, like, trying to, like, walk through the hallway kindly. I was like, and then he just kind of, like, started following me. And all the <laughs> other people started following me. It's like, yeah. So then I ended up going, like, like walking straight down the hallway all the way to the right in between, like, these bathrooms. So, like, there's, like, a little hallway and then women's and then men's. And so I was just dancing in that little area by myself. And I was like, you can do this. You can do this. Like, set your mind to it. It was very, like, breakfast club moment. I was just like, you know what I mean? And then I did it. And then... I hopped on a plane to Florida the next day for an event, and then I found out, like, that next day, uh, before I was about to go on stage, that I booked it. I was <gasps> screaming. Oh, awesome. And <laughs> needless to say, there were, like, several complaints at the hotel because my voice was screaming so loud. <laughs> That's amazing. And I want to do quick fire, like, one or two word answers with okay. you. For, yeah. I know. Uh, I won't talk that long. Again. No, no. <laughs> That's your nice way of saying, yeah, shut up. No, no, no. I just, no. we always do quick fire. No, no, I know. It's totally so, fine. I was just kidding. Favorite, um, Myron moment on Glee. Has it aired yet? Let's... Oh, no. Not yet. It airs this coming episode. This, okay. that something stay tuned. Yeah. Something. Yes, this coming... It's, it's probably the most craziest thing you're gonna ever see. So you should definitely... Like, honestly, it's, it's insane. Like, it's insane. Favorite Glee <laughs> moment overall as a fan or as you've been on the show? Like, behind the scenes or on... Uh, on the show. Like, something that fans have seen. Something that fans have seen. Um, probably... When mm, I'm like trying to think, probably like the last episode, like the very last scene, the last episode. Oh, I can't wait. Okay, yeah, it's it's the best. You're leaving us with so many cliffhangers. It's crazy. Any other questions, or should we? I think we're gonna hold off on news and gossip till next week. Okay. And mm-hmm. um, well, one fan question because we've been asking from the chat really yeah. quick. From Demilas Torres wants to know if you could sing one more song, what would be your farewell song? For Glee, yeah, maybe like, a favorite song. Like what? Um, well, there was speculation during it that I, I was going to be rapping as Nicki Minaj for Bang Bang. Um, <laughs> oh, that would have been amazing. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to yeah, anything you have coming up. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> that was gonna. Yeah, um, I don't know, but and then yeah, so I don't know, but like <laughs> maybe, yeah, so that would be cool. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. So excited about everything. You've left us with so many questions, but I'm super excited about everything. We're going to do news and gossip and predictions next week because we are running out of time here in the studio. Um, but thank you so much for watching and thank you, JJ, course, for thank coming. Thank you guys in. so much. Yeah, and um, <laughs> yes, big cheers. Um, and you can find AfterBuzz on Twitter at AfterBuzzTV, and you can find me at Stephanie Wanger. And you all can find me on Instagram and Twitter at TheHotShotDude. And you can follow me on Twitter and, and on Instagram at SerafiniTV. I'm at Roxy Stryer, and thanks, guys, for joining us on the chat today. Thank you. Woo! Thank you. Goodbye. Where can we yes. find you? Oh, you can find me on Instagram at TheJJTota and Twitter and Facebook at JJTota. Woo! Woo! Fantastic. See you next Monday at yes. 4. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later, please.
The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 